I normally don't give disclaimers before any of my episodes, and I normally don't need to. But, as you know, this is the Mighty Shields of the Final Boss versus the World podcast, among other things. And um, this is a real talk recording. There's very little editing done. I think I have one edit in it, and that is to just bring a clip together when I lost my train of thought while driving. But other than that, man, it's just me driving in the car. Uh, I hit record and just let, let my thoughts go. Um, this is, I'm not expecting people to like feel a certain way about it. This is just me. This is, this is probably the realest talk you're going to get from me. You know what I mean? One of the realest talks, excuse me. Um, this is not me coming at you as final boss, not me coming to you as the mighty shields. This is me coming to you as Michael. And you get all of me in this one. And as I look at my phone, literally checking my phone for updates, as I'm getting this episode ready to be published for you guys, the time is 12.52 a.m. June 3rd. And I am looking at what I'm looking at my Twitter timeline. And here we are, David Dorn. Why? Senseless. Senseless. A child and or a 34-year-old was shot 19 times. I don't care what the 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 age discrepancy was. Don't no one needs to be shot 19 times. This shit is very real. And I I don't know where this is going to go. And I don't know what the tipping point is. And someone said we've already reached that with the riots. I I don't think yeah, you know, we have not reached the climax of this yet. I, I guarantee you. Um, all all while supposedly supposed to be on quarantine still. Corona still out here thriving, y'all. But y'all, yo, I'm gonna let you get to the episode. Um, again, final boss is actually still on hi- hiatus. I am working to fine tune that, but I just had to let this one go. So love y'all. Thank y'all for listening. And without further ado, final boss. Versus the world podcast. That's right, podcast. No, I've been on hiatus for a little bit, but with all the things that are going on in the world right now, I think for me to sit and be silent would be do a disservice to myself and to the people that listen to me and the people that follow me. And when I made this podcast, when I started making this podcast, I uh I had every intention on 
attacking the issues of the world at large, not just video games, but pop culture and things that affect me directly, whether that be as a gamer, as a man, as a black man, African-American man in America. And as you are aware, tensions are high right now. And if you can hear those sirens in the background, I am recording this in my car. I didn't plan to record this episode. And honestly, I don't know where those sirens are. But I'm going to keep it rocking. Look, I don't know where the hell he was headed to. But he was heading somewhere fast. I'm just trying to get out the way. Because these days, these times, the most important thing to me is making it back home to my wife and child. Number one right and what has been very apparent to me these days is that a lot of people especially people that look like me and when i say look like me i mean black men black black women uh hell even black children are being affected by a lot of social injustice and you know <laughs> it's it's hard for me to talk about this and keep a level head because all this week I've been having a mixed bag of emotions, right? And I've been telling my wife, I've been telling my friends, shout out to my friends that have been there, support system, especially shout out to my rock, my wife, who's been there to support me during these times because I've been on an emotional journey. I've been, a, I've been on a journey to re, re, relocate a sense of self and to find a way to direct this, this energy, this, all these stored up emotions and direct them towards something constructive, right? I felt this past week, this past hell, I would say most of my entire life has been filled with what I, I would guess be described as a, a sort of anxiety, a paranoia, right? So being a black man in America and, you know, I, the way I'm, the way I'm be talking, I'm, I'm, people are going to click off of this and that's fine. Cause this ain't for you. This is just me to spill my guts, right? Just to get it off my chest so we can start fresh. So, you know, so I can be at peace with myself, you know, um, growing up and as a as a black man as a black male as a kid you know my the first half of my life i was surrounded by people that look like me obviously i grew up i grew up in a neighborhood like a like a, a bad neighborhood honestly and i've seen it change for something that my grandmother could be proud of to she asking what what the hell did this turn into and i think a lot of people have seen their community turn this turn that way but that's beside the point. The, what, the, the point that I'm getting at is I have been subject to all sorts of racism, whether it be blatant out front racism, whether it be closet racism, whether it be subtle, passive aggressive racism. I, I, I think being a, not only being black, but being a person of color, you, you at some point in your life, you will, you will experience that. That goes without saying. Um, but right now, I 
the feelings that I feel inside of me, uh, me being the age that I am, me being able to properly associate words to those feelings, I feel, I feel anger, uh, extreme sense of sadness, um, uh, extreme sense of faithlessness, hopelessness, and more importantly, trapped. And the reason I'm feeling these things is because you want to be the best person you can be, right? That's the whole goal in life, right? To be the the be the best person you can be, and to leave a legacy, right? So to I have done part of that, right? And I'm working on that first part. I'm working on being a better version of me. I'm working on being the best possible person that I can be, not only for myself, but for my family, for the people that are around me, right? I have a son, so I've done my part into leaving a legacy and my 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 job, my 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 duty, which I accept wholeheartedly, is to ensure that he has everything he needs to survive in this world. And what pains me the most is that at some point, sooner rather than later, I am going to have a discussion about why people don't, it's not necessarily people who, there's going to be people in this world that don't like you, not because of who you are, but of what you are, right? And that burns me up. And it does make you want to act out. It does make you want to do things that you normally wouldn't do. And so getting lost in the social media this week uh, gets me in a dark place. Right? Gets me in a very, very dark place. And not to a to a place of hate and you would know and, and, and in those emotions that I've mentioned earlier none of this is coming from a place of hate this is coming from a place of 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 anguish this is coming from a place of like why 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 is this still happening the the, the bewilderment to me is my great grandparents fought this fight my great great grandparents fought this fight you know what I mean? And I think they gave, they as in society has given this false narrative as if it doesn't really exist. Like it, we have done away with it. And I could tell you firsthand, we are seeing it right now that that is not the case. You, <laughs> and it's not about and, and and before I turn this into a black versus white thing, it, it, it's, it's partially that it's not all the way that, you know what I'm saying? Um, I will say, and, and I do recognize, I do recognize, I say everybody recognizes that all people are suffering from pol- police brutality, right? However, I, what I'm seeing, what, I, what, what, what is being displayed to me is very disproportionate to what is actually happening. So if all you are showing me are people that look like me, black people getting beat down, getting 
getting harassed, getting pulled over, getting just, just brutalized, man. And for what? For what? For what? Right? And it's, it's, I think, I, I think a lot of people, uh, how do I say this? I think as humans, right? We'll start with that. As humans, we come to grips are we often have an existential crisis, right? We always come face to face with our mortality at some point in our life, some on a daily basis. Some people think about this, you know, every day. Sometimes it just pop up and end up mess your whole day up, right? Now, um, <laughs> imagine it being a real thing. I think a lot of people think, low, yo, I could, like, tomorrow's not promised. And we all say that tomorrow's not promised. So live, live this day like it's your last. But for, for people like me, that's a very real thing. And I think a lot of things that I, that I've told, you know, I've told my white friends, even people of other races that, you know, I just can't go, I I just can't go about doing things a certain way. And I think a lot of people saw that as me, uh, me being funny or taking it in jest. And I was being dead heart attack serious about that shit. I can't even, even before we saw that poor, that poor man get, get gunned down while he was on a job. Before we saw that, I can't even listen. I, I live, the neighborhood that I live in is a nice neighborhood, right? I work, we, my wife and I work very hard to put ourselves in a situation in which we don't, we don't, we don't have to deal with a lot of the stuff that I used to have to deal with when I was growing up, right? More specifically, crime. Um, but I think, and and honestly, a lot of it, not even just the crime, just the racism in 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 the end. Our neighborhood is a very very diverse neighborhood. It's a it's a lot of not only interracial relationships, a lot of biracial people, it's a lot of black people, it's a lot of Asian people, it's a lot of it's a lot of white people there. You know what I mean? I, I would say our neighborhood and our city of the city of Lee Summit itself is pretty diverse, right? And that's a and that's a suburb of Kansas City for those of you who are not unaware with the the locale. Um, but I, I I feel like I can't just go on a a, a a stroll in my neighborhood, uh, especially not anymore. And not, and maybe, maybe I could be wrong, but again, like I was saying before, the, the, the paranoia and the anxiety that has set in now, and that has been accumulating my entire life with just racism in general makes me feel like I will be a victim. For example, this is a thought. This 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 is a thought process of, <laughs> and and I wasn't. I didn't even. I didn't even think it was crazy to think about until somebody told me, "Yo, that is that is that is a nutty concept that you have to go through that kind of thinking." But I take my son. I take my son to my my mother's house, and my sister babysits him three days three days of the week, right? So I can so I can work. And so my wife can work, obviously, and we know that he's in good hands. 
So on the way to my mother's house, there is this kind of side service road area that goes around this lake. And it is it's not that populated. It is a shortcut, if you will, to get to her house. It just it's just the, the back way to get to her house. Right. In my mind, I know that because tensions are so high in my city right now, my brain, my brain did this math, did these mathematics for me. You probably shouldn't take that route because in the event that you get pulled over, you might be better off being on the actual highway where there will be more witnesses to see something happening to you. Not saying that something would, but in the event that something would happen to me, I need, and, and, and some, nobody, nobody will probably even pull over for me. Just, just another black guy on the side of the road getting pulled over. He must have done something. That's what they probably thinking. But at least if something crazy go on, maybe there's a big, there's a higher chance of somebody stopping to help me and help the situation or, or ease the situation on the highway rather than this service road, right? But I was told that's a crazy way of thinking. And I had to take a step back and realize, oh, Oh, oh yeah, that's a crazy way of thinking. I read articles in which we had, and um, I'm I'm in an interracial relationship. My wife is white, and we've been together since we was we've been together since we were 14. We've been together more than we've been together longer than we have not been together. We've known each other longer than we've not known each other, right? And I read something on uh, I read an article, I read a, a a post by another interracial couple in which the wife is also white. And the husband is black and he is stay he's she said that, you know, when they are a very active couple and she has to run behind him so that the optics of that doesn't look as if she's being chased by him because she doesn't feel that she has she she would have enough uh, 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 enough weight or enough pull to convince the authorities Otherwise, if something were to go down, that's crazy. To, that's crazy to think about. That is a nutty thing to think about. And it does. And, 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 and I think a lot of people are right. And I think a lot of people are getting offended because I think it's turned into this black versus white thing. And it may not necessarily be just a black versus white thing. It's a black versus the bad cops. Right. I think that's it's against police brutality right we're not oh, oh all we asking for is to if if we even if we don't break the law if it comes to the point in which we are pulled over we are coming face to face with the authorities whether we we just want the right to be civil we just we, we just want to make it home you know, we just want to make it home. And you got people out here shooting up churches. You got people shooting up schools. You got people shooting up movie theaters. All are making it to the trial date and making it to a jail cell. That's nutty. And what? And, and you think a bad check is worth dying for? You think some cigarellos is worth dying for? I don't know. 
and I and I feel myself getting worked up. But this is this is this is all the pent up anger of people that have been beat beaten down on for 400 years. And you can say you can say that it we're we're, we're sensationalizing it. You can say it's been sensationalized by the news. Yeah, okay. But does it does it make sense that if it is being sensationalized, right? Why are there still there's still people dying? <laughs> there's still people that look like me, that dress like me, that talk like me looking at the sky or even even worse on their stomachs dying like a wild animal in the wild like prey and it's hard for me to watch it's hard for me to sit still and it's hard for me not to be pissed off you know because the the my nightmare is <laughs> My nightmare is to to leave my house and to not make it back home to my son or to my wife. To not make it back home to people that I love the most. The people that need me the most. And what's really scary is that my son more than likely is going to have to go through this same thing. It's not fair to him. It's not fair to us. It's not fair to anybody. You know? But. You know, I appreciate. Everybody that is speaking out. Against this injustice that's going on. And honestly. I appreciate the dumb motherfuckers as well. Because now I see you. And the and the thing about funny people, you know, the thing about funny people is that we're very observant. We see everything, right? We see everything, we observe everything, and we take everything in, and we don't forget shit. So y'all go ahead and crack your little jokes now. Y'all have fun. Y'all have fun, cat, cat, cacking. But when this is all said and done, just know we know. We know. And it's not about a matter of having a different opinion. It's a matter of people dying and people not dying. There are lives at stake here. And that's where the frustration is coming from. That's where the outrage is coming from. And that's why this, this built up tension is coming from. And we have no other, we don't, we don't know. We didn't even know what to do with all these emotions. I'm pacing around my house like a psych ward patient. And I felt crazy. But I also felt like I had the right to be crazy. And you had the right to be crazy as well. Y'all stay safe. Y'all fight the good fight. Don't burn down your homes. Love each other. Love, love, love one another, man. That's the biggest thing. Love one another. Respect one another. Y'all be easy. And don't forget to drink that water. Final boss.